Welcome, B-Movie fans, to another B-Movie interview. I'm Paul, and joining me today are some of the cast and crew of the web series Rideshare, which will soon be entering its second season, Katie Hunter and Jeff Earlbeck. Katie and Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining. So, what first inspired the idea for the series uh, Rideshare? Uh, well, I, uh, I, I am and was a real um, rideshare driver for uh, both Uber and Lyft. And I'm a real uh, frequent passenger in both Ubers there we go. and Lyfts. Great. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of influences uh, going on. Uh, and I think the big thing for me was, you know, I, I went through my first year or so of driving and I gained a lot of stories. Um, and, and people would ask me those stories. They'd be like, hey, any crazy passengers you've had in the past? And I honestly started thinking about it and was like, you know, I haven't seen anyone do anything like this. Like there's Taxi Cab Confessions on like HBO. They had that, um, which is similar. But like the whole rideshare aspect is just kind of that new unfound territory that yeah. I think hasn't been tapped yet. And there's like, uh, so Jeff and I met doing a play together and one night we were hanging out after and uh, sitting in his backyard and I was telling Jeff about how I really hate talking to Uber and Lyft drivers, which I think uh, pretty much everyone hates talking to Uber and Lyft drivers. Pretty and much. Jeff said, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was a common sentiment. And Jeff was like, I bet if I was your Uber driver, you would talk to me and I think you would like it. And I was like, fine, game on. So he took the patio chairs like on the deck and like made like this little car and like made me sit in the back and pretend I was in an Uber with him. And uh, he got me to talk and I actually did uh, enjoy the conversation and we were like, let's make this into a web series. So, uh, we, yeah, then we've made it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, quick, 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 and, quick and dirty. Like quick and dirty. Right. Like, no money. <laughs> like, very little preparation. We were like, let's just do it. <laughs> there you go. That's how all the best things happen from personal experiences kind of going with it. So, definitely cool. Yeah. So, um, you kind of already explained it a bit, but could you tell us a bit about like rideshare? What's the uh, general like idea behind it, and um, what's what would you say is the most unique aspect of it? Yeah, so uh, so rideshare basically is the story of one driver for a ride-sharing company similar to Uber or Lyft and the various people that he picks up uh, throughout you know his job driving people around the city and. Uh, Really, what we wanted to show was what can happen when you actually choose to open up to a stranger. I think that um, it's really easy, especially when we all have our smartphones, to just like put in the earbuds and ignore and uh, avoid talking to people. Um, and so, uh, when you're in an Uber or a Lyft, I mean, it's a really intimate situation. It's a very small space, like that you're sharing with a person. It's about someone else's. It's someone, someone else's, else's property car. that you're yeah. in and, and they're like letting you into it. And you're like, okay, take me to this place. And uh, so you're like in this person's life for this very short period of time on both sides of it. And so we really wanted to explore what would happen if, um, if you chose to uh, engage with that other person. And like today we were just talking about with our cast because we were filming episodes for season three today. We were talking about um, how we all kind of get caught up in our own little uh, selfish universes and we think we're the most important person in the world but when you like actually engage with another person and realize like 
as important as my shit is in my life, like, this is how important it is to them, too. Like, everyone's on their own journey. And so, uh, so that's a big part of the show, too, is just, like, each person's story yeah. is important and deserves to be Very cool. And that sounds really, like, ambitious and, like, artsy, <laughs> but it's, like, fun. It's a funny show, too. Like, yeah. there are jokes. <laughs> the, I think the main goal we were trying to go for was, was real. You know, yeah. we were trying to go for real interaction and and not to give anyone the sense of that this is something that's put on or that this is even scripted because none of our show is actually scripted. Right. It's um, totally improvised. So there's no lines. We give the characters just like a bio and we say like, here's who you are, here's where you're going. And then we just put them in a car with Jeff for 20 minutes. And, and I, I never know who I'm picking up, who I'm going to be dealing with, what character I'm going to have in the car. Um, a lot of these characters are based on real people that I have driven. Uh, and then a lot of them are just kind of come up with in, you know, general sense or given general circumstances. Um, and then we kind of just see what happens in 20 minutes. If the ride gets, you know, what you might call resolved, great. If not, that's life. Not everything can get be completed in a, in a 20 minute or even, I mean, we cut it down to eight to 10 minutes, six minutes sometimes. So, you know, um, that's kind of the goal is we, try and do as real as possible um that's it yeah very cool um so wait the whole so the whole thing is um ad-libbed then or like or do you guys are like a yeah. general outline of it or yeah like the outline is basically so when we cast the show like the the production company that i run uh with ian michael smith is called space camp productions awesome name for a for a production company i love that <laughs> isn't that cool well i'm like we want that's the reaction we want like Space camp is like fun. You're like learning stuff. You're like meeting cool people. And like, it's a singular experience. And like, that's what we wanted it to feel like, uh, to work with us on any of our projects. Mm -hmm. So, um, with rideshare, like we basically, when we're casting it, we think about like, who do we like, <laughs> who do we want to work with? Like, favoritism is it's, huge. It's a hundred percent favoritism. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and who is popular? Uh, <laughs> it's just like, who do we think is interesting? Like who do we want to work with? And then we take that person's like vibe and, and we say, like, what kind of a situation would I like to see that person in? Like, what kind of a character do I want to see that person play? And we give them a Google Doc that has, like, it literally is, like, here's your name, here's your age, a little bit of background. Uh, so it'll be, like, you know, you've been dating this guy for 10 years and you think you're going to marry him and you just found out last night that he's cheating on you and now you have to deal with that. And you're going over to and his you're, place. You're that's going the, over to his place to yell at him. Okay. That's like a bad friend. That's not one of our episodes. That sounds pretty soapy. And boring. But uh, something like that. And we say, like, where you're going, where you're starting, where you're going. And, uh, yeah, then we, we already have, like, the cameras and the mics, like, all set up in the car. So Jeff drives up. A uh, person gets in. And, and really quick, in between, I don't see any of those Google Docs. Right. So Jeff has no she idea who's mm -hmm. getting in the car. So I, we call it, like, we're setting up dominoes, basically. And uh, then we expect the dominoes to fall, like, once the ride starts. So these rides are, like, 20 minutes. Jeff drives in circles around the neighborhood <laughs> here in Chicago. And uh, then, you know, and then, like, we get the footage, and I cut it down from 20 minutes to, like, the best, like, four to nine minutes. And uh, those are the episodes. So, yeah, it's all ad-libbed. Uh, we don't know, like, where this is going to end or what's going to get talked about. And we tell all of our actors, we're like, this is a starting point. Like, this character that I'm giving you is a... It's like jumping the starting blocks. Like you can go wherever you want. 
very cool yeah that, that's that's awesome i've never like you don't really sh- see ad-lib shows that much anymore so it's really kind of cool to say I, I wouldn't have guessed it was completely ad-libbed if i hadn't known that that's gives you a really good job of that well, thank you. That's it's like, good. that's what we want to hear. Um, or like somebody that really inspires us, like Joe Swanberg, um, who does easy on Netflix and, uh, like, uh, win it all, which is a new Netflix movie. All his movies are entirely improvised and, uh, it's, it's really cool. It's easy. Cause you don't have to write anything. <laughs> yeah. So that was like part just, of it. Just need to have people that are willing to say yes. You yeah. Know, you to, yeah. It's, that, it's that common improv training. Um, um, of saying yes, and, and we're not saying we only take improv. Uh, really, anyone that that can put themselves in another person's shoes. We're not even saying actors either. Um, right. I mean, you could be on an episode of Rideshare. Like we could give you this scenario, and you just have to keep that stuff in the back of your head, and uh, and we just chat, we talk. Yeah. Um, and I and I'm I'm of the opinion that if an episode comes out that maybe we say three things to each other. Yeah, we probably won't put that episode out, but like <laughs> at least that was the truest and most real thing that could come up with. Um, as you can tell, I'm a I'm a guy that will absolutely talk your ear off if you let me. So he's a true extrovert. Like uh, yeah. we filmed five episodes today, and he's still like so energized. Like if I had to film five episodes and talk to five like crazy people for hours today, and I was hungry, like I was a mess right now. I'd be asleep. Yeah. Jeff's like, let's go, let's do five more. <laughs> That's a good way to be. Yeah, I wish I was more like that. <laughs> Since uh, season two is coming out, um, are there any changes to like the style or like um, anything that people people are already fans of it could or um, can look forward to? Uh, yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, like like we said, like season one was pretty experimental. We didn't really know um, what it was gonna look like, uh, and I think that season one, like each episode, is really almost a different style pilot for what the show could have been like there's uh like the first pilot is kind of serious uh it's this guy that's like the very first episode in season one is this guy going to like propose to his girlfriend and and jeff like almost talks him out of it (laughs) Uh, yeah Um, i I just make sure that he's doing what he wants to do that's a better way to put it the title of the episode is is this what you want to do? So like, that was the first one. The second one is like very character and jokey. And it's this totally outrageous character. You'd never really meet, uh, that wouldn't really exist in the world. The third episode, like is probably the closest to where we are now, which is, um, really interesting people in really extraordinary circumstances. Um, and I think that's kind of, so if you watch the first season stylistically, it does kind of go all over the board just in terms of people you meet. Mm -hmm. Um, I think season two, we really figured out what our tone is. Right. And, uh, which is not necessarily serious, not necessarily funny, just trying to basically react in, in an honest way. Um, you know, we're, again, we're not trying to make these funny. It's, they always say comedy is is just honesty. You know, it's it's the truest, whatever. Um, and so we're not trying to push anything on anyone. It's literally just like if someone says something in the back of my car that I think is ridiculous, I'm gonna make a face at the camera, and I'm probably gonna expect that the audience is making the same face. Uh, I assume yeah. with my opinion. And if the person in the back of the car says something super sad or serious. Maybe I'll cry. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I yeah. think I think that's kind of the what I was saying. The realness that we're trying to get to. I think season two is definitely on that track. 
And like my, I think the best way, like my co-writer and I were talking about the best stories that we like. We were actually talking about Better Call Saul. Uh, it's so good, right? And kind of came to is like, it's both interesting and entertaining. And we think that the best TV and you know the best film and the best web series is like not only interesting, like not only is it a story that you're like, oh, that's really interesting. I'm like interested in what happens, but it's also entertaining and satisfying. So uh, I think that what we're aiming for in season two, what we tried to make was something that was both interesting and entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And it's like, um, I I like the fact that it's all ad-libbed because it's like, that's how an actual like ride share kind of ride would be like. Genuine is genuine is the perfect word I would use to describe the the goal of the series. Well, there's also like no hiding because like there's no place in that car where you can hide. So like your reactions to Jeff's reactions to what the passengers say and the passengers reaction to what Jeff says are like out there. Like, you're gonna see it <laughs> which is scary <laughs> it is, it is i definitely like your reactions at the end of like most of the episodes you're just like wait what just happened and it, I, I thought that was really funny yeah do you, do you really do that when people get out of it like do you do you like do i there? sigh heavily yes i sigh heavily <laughs> after a lot of real life ubers because i like like i said at the beginning of this is some of these stories um for sure season one were real things that happened to me. Um, if you watch the season finale of season one, actually the one that Katie is is in, um, that was probably my biggest influence to doing Rideshare, um, which was this girl that essentially caught her boyfriend cheating and he proceeded to buy her a plane ticket home to Dallas without telling her and then put her in an Uber without telling her, which happened to be my Uber and so I had an hour-long car ride in uh, rush hour traffic to the airport. Um, again, I I personally hate silence. I, I think silence is is uh, you know I think I think silence can be filled with something, music or talking or anything. And obviously she was crying. Um, and so I had I had to talk to her and and not had to, but I wanted to talk to her and try and comfort her any way I could, even though. I'm just a stranger. I'm just a stranger in a car. I'm not a therapist. Um, and I know I say this a few times in the episodes is like, you know, the car is actually one of the safest places you can talk to somebody. Talking to a complete stranger really helps get some things off your chest that maybe you normally wouldn't uh, to a friend or to a loved one. Um, and so that was the main you know, influence to starting this was her, that story. Um, and it was incredible. She got out and I, I asked her, I was like, I know we're strangers, but do you mind if I give you a hug? And she said, yeah, I'd appreciate that. She went on her way. Um, whether or not she's watched this and seen this and been like, hey, I remember that guy. Uh, I, I hope we did her justice. I, I think we did. Um, I don't think we put her in a bad light at all. I think it was a, I think it was a really tough situation that... Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have been in and I just hope that a lot of people can connect with this and, you know, maybe even start talking to their Uber drivers or strangers or anyone in general. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy things you'll run into when you talk to random people. That's it. For real. That's it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know how like in Catholic churches, there's like a confessional. Yeah. And like, a good point. Yeah. It's kind of like I've that. never but so I'm not Catholic, but <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, it's like some kind of weird safety in like the anonymity of like, I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. Like, let me just tell you this crazy stuff in my life. Right. Like, yeah. Right. It's like being stuck in an elevator that like doesn't just move up and down. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Right. And who knows if you'll see those people again. But in that moment, um, you know, maybe there's just something weighing on you really heavy. And, uh, you know, it, it would just be nice to just be able to tell somebody something. Um, and that's what, you know, that's all I ever say in, in all these episodes and in real life when I'm actually driving. Um, you know, people have said like, oh, I don't want to bog you down with stuff. It's like, hey, we got a 15 minute car ride. It's going to go by a lot faster if you chat. Um, and that's that's just the truth. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So what advice would you give to somebody who wants to create their own independent web series or film or any kind of project like that? Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, that's a good question. I, my main advice is just do it. Like if we had, I mean, like I said before, our first season, we like had the idea and then a week later we filmed it. And I think that that's pretty rare because people put up a lot of fake roadblocks for themselves. They're like, oh, we need funding. We need the script. We need all the people. We need it. I'm like, yes, it's true. You do need to have the money to do your project. You do need to have the gear and the cast and whatever. But don't let those things be artificial roadblocks that keep you from doing what you want to do. Like set a deadline and say, like, maybe I can't, you know, film this crazy uh, car chase that ends in an explosion that I want to do. So I have a hundred bucks. How can I do that? Film it, execute it because the more that you do, the more you're going to learn. And, uh, the, the only way to like grow as a filmmaker, I think is by, uh, making films, you know? And just one thing I would add on to that is do not be afraid to ask for help. And I'm not even talking money wise. Uh, I'm just talking, uh, just brain power to someone else. Um, asking for help. So, you know, that scenario where you want to do this awesome car chase with an explosion, but you only have a hundred dollars. Maybe someone else has a suggestion. There's a lot of Facebook groups. There's a lot of websites out there that can give you suggestions for things like that. To be completely honest, we're kind of cheapskates. We might every once in a while buy a GoPro and then return it when we're done with it. So like, you know, we, we make it work. We, 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 we I think we, we spent like under $200 like on the whole thing. And, and we've done like over 10 episodes at this point. And like, you know, we don't crowdfund it. Like we, we just say like, here's the resources we have. Here's the idea that we have. Like, how do we execute it? And like, yeah, like everybody wants to be able to do the car chase with the explosion. But like, you got to be real with your resources and say, okay, I can't do that what's the core of that idea that I want to communicate as an artist? And like, how can I create something that does the same thing? Right. And then, you know, and then, you know, you ask for that help. You know, we, uh-huh. we don't, um, we don't pay our actors yet. Um, They're on, we, well, okay. I have to clarify. We, we, ask, we ask for their help. They're on deferred payment contracts. Correct. So part of our show is we, we say, look, we respect you and your time. If we ever make, money on the show we want you to get paid um so that that's how we do it um and and i think that that uh help, helps people feel okay about doing it and shows that we respect you know their craft as actors and of we're course actors too so <laughs> yeah, exactly and of course doing this review with you i know we're going to get picked up by hulu tomorrow 
So that's so why I'm really yeah. excited. To be- say art is limitation, so it's um kind of just using what you have, and yeah, it works well. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, we got to return that GoPro tomorrow, right? We did. We did. Okay, great. <laughs> Brand new Hero 5. It's a beautiful camera. It's a great camera. You can't afford it. Um, okay. <laughs> don't tell Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, shh, don't tell Best Buy. We, we should put them as an unofficial sponsor, to be honest. You're right. <laughs> the unwilling sponsor. That's right, an unwilling sponsor. Unconsenting sponsor. Thank you for your wonderful return policy. Anyway. Two weeks. <laughs> Sorry. So speaking of um, ad-libbing and um, just kind of things being random, here's a question that uh, my co-host and I like to ask everybody we interview because it's something we di- we disagree on and argue about a lot, and that is, what is your opinion on hairless cats? Mm, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Because I got a lot of feelings on this. Uh, well, then I'll go first because okay. my feelings are pretty short. You know, I used to not be a cat guy. Uh, I am more of a cat guy now. But I, I do. I, I, we have a cat because my roommate has a cat, that so therefore like I kind of have a cat. Um, but uh, I do not agree with hairless cats um, because um, they would die in real nature because they don't have the coat and warmth that they need to have. Yeah, pretty much. Well, conclusion of that argument is that anything that wouldn't survive in nature deserves to die. Okay, well then fine. Then humans, then humans made them this way, and we're jerks for making them hairless because right. just for all the pleasure of seeing a naked mole rat, essentially. But here's my thing: is that here's 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 my hot take on this. All right, uh, my co-writer Ian is actually allergic to cats. So a hairless cat would be great for him. The problem is Ian doesn't like cats. So I think uh, that answers your question. Yeah, well, I did find it actually interesting fact. Um, hairless cats actually don't help with allergies because um, apparently it's the, allergy, the allergens aren't in the hair. It's in the um, oils that they um, excrete or whatever. So it's just kind of a... Um, Horrible thing in nature we did to a poor animal. The sick pleasure of humans. That's why. That's exactly what I say. Like, I always compare it to in Jurassic Park when they're talking about was it ethical to, you know, create dinosaurs. Like, that's what I think about hairless cats. You know, we should have gone back, like, before that and thought about our actions. And now we're all going to get killed by raptors or hairless cats. So, and mostly hairless cats. And and bulldogs. They're wait. They're the cutest dog in the world. The problem is they're respiratory. Oh, they yeah. We some someone back in the day like put a piece of wood against the dog's face and held it there (laughs) for a really long time. It's science. It's science. science. Sounds scientific to me. Jeff's an actor. (laughs) (laughs) Not a a scientist. And a carpenter. What are you? I make things work. I know how wood works. Jesus was a carpenter. Maybe. Yeah, it's got the beard. <laughs> there it is. There you go. Thank you for all the for all the for all the listeners right now. I have a beard and I'm stroking it. It is majestic. Right. Uh, Jeff's been using a lot of beard oil on the facial hair, <laughs> uh, which I can say it's pretty. It's very soft, uh, yes. almost like petting a cat, not a hairless one. Correct. A lot of hair. Uh, a hair. A hairy cat. <laughs> I'm done Great. talking. Good. I like that question. Hey, good keep question. That. Keep that oh, yeah. That's when we love to like throw at people like toward the end of the interview because like the the answers we'll get are always interesting. They're either like um, real extreme or they're like, you know, I never thought about this, but you know, it's it's always a fun little um, thing to add in there. 
Yeah, yeah. So in a way, aren't we all hairless cats? That's pretty, that's deep. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Ponder that thought. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I'll leave you with that. <laughs> So when is season two of Rideshare scheduled to come out and where will we be able to watch it? It is coming out on May 16th. That is this Tuesday coming up. Yep. And uh, you can watch it at spacecampproductions.com or you can find us on Facebook at Rideshare Web Series. We've got a Facebook page and we're on YouTube, but we don't have enough subscribers to get a custom URL. So if you want to uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, it'd be a big help. Uh, we're called Rideshare Web Series on there as well. I think there's a link on our Facebook to get to the YouTube page as well. There is, yeah. So go to both Facebook, like, share, then go to YouTube, like, share, Subscribe. Get involved, Get involved is what we're saying. Reach out. Rock maybe, the boat. Maybe you, too, could be the next person on Rideshare. You could be. Don't know. Uh, and, and, yeah. So, spacecampproductions.com, Rideshare web series. Either of those will bring you to us. Very cool. So, <laughs> yeah. So, the last question, which you guys kind of already answered, but just in case there's anything more with that, um, where can we follow you guys to learn more about Rideshare and just to keep up to date, like um, social media stuff and um, all that? Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Fat Angel Baby. Uh, fat Angel Baby. Is that real? That's my real Twitter. That's you didn't even know that was my Twitter handle. No, I didn't. I, I don't Twitter. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think our I think our biggest I think our biggest uh, push at this point is our Facebook page. Um, that's definitely probably one of the best places to find everything and everything that we have yeah. done so far. Just search for Ride Your Web Series on Facebook. You'll find us. Or including yeah. our silly little video we just in fact put up today. Oh yeah, we put up a video of me and Jeff arguing in the car about how to set it up. Set up so, the camera. Uh, so. If you want to see uh, Uber driver scream at an innocent showrunner, uh, that's that's what that video is. Not innocent showrunner. Quite. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty showrunner. Guilty of being great. Guilty of being good at my job. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so there you have it, B-Movie fans, Rideshare, a web series about crazy experiences of the Rideshare service services, created by Jeff Erlbeck and Katie Hunter and Space Camp Productions. Katie and Jeff, thank you for joining today. It's been a lot of fun having you guys on the show. Yeah, it's been real. We thank liked it. Thank you very it. much. Questions were awesome, man. Yeah, yeah I like I'm going to think about naked cats uh, a lot more than I used to. Too much. Yeah. yeah that's our goal. <laughs>